This episode of a Quick Timeout podcast is presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. Dr. Dish machines are the most advanced shooting machines on the market. If you haven't already, join top programs like Duke, North Carolina, Baylor, Alabama, and countless others and upgrade to Dr. Dish. And now save an extra $300 on select models when you mention Quick Timeout podcast. To find out more, visit drdishbasketball.com. A little bit different episode this week. I frequently get questions from coaches asking for my philosophy on shooting practice and suggestions for team shooting drills. So during some of my recent interviews, I asked a few of my guests those same questions. You'll hear what college coaches at multiple levels are doing with their teams and how they drill team shooting. Hopefully you'll walk away from this episode with some ideas to use with your team in this coming season. First up is Coach Dave Davis, a longtime college coach for five years, his NCAA D2 teams led the country, that's D1 and D2, in scoring. He's currently the associate head coach at VMI. He shares a little bit about his philosophy of shooting in general. Uh, I think the most important thing about shooting drills is design them with the exact, as close as possible, to what you're trying to get out of whatever you're doing offensively. You know, for us, it was, you know, all run to the corner shots, catch and shoot. I mean, I would say 80% of our, our, our three-point shots were just catch and shoot. So we did that out of everything we could. Um, kick out offensive rebounds, dribble pitches, um, just catch and shoots. Uh, so my favorite shooting drill is the one that replicates whatever it is you're doing offensively, the action into. Like one of the reasons I thought we were always such a good three-point shooting team is our three-point shots were better than yours. They were textbook shooting drill step into three-point unguarded shots. It's the best one. It wasn't curling off a stagger. It wasn't coming off a pin down. It wasn't coming through the elevator screen. Like those are totally different three-point shots. So what is it you're running like now with synergy, it's so great. Like just watch all your three-point shots and go, okay, we get this one this much. We should be practicing this more. And that's that's what I tell our guys whenever I'm watching film with them, individual film with them, they'll take a shot and I go, you like that shot for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to shoot that shot in the game again? Yeah, yeah. How many times you practice it last week? They just look at you like, I've never seen you practice that shot. Yeah. Right? So so that's what it – that's what, you know, I, our, our, our deal was – 300, 100. That was what we called shooting. It was the kind of the price of admission into practice. You had to get 300 game shots and 100 free throws a day, 365 days a year. If you missed a day, it was okay. Just shoot 600, 200 the next day. And then we tried to design those. We would do team shoots, but a lot of that, and all the, anytime you're not in 20 hours a week, it was on them. And then we tried to create this, you know, incredible hold each other accountable. This is not something we can demand of you. You guys have to choose to do this on your own, but you've chosen to be a Pfeiffer basketball player. And this is what Pfeiffer basketball players do. So we tried to recruit people who could shoot. We practiced shooting more than anyone else. And then we practiced exactly the shots you were going to get in the game. And then we got better shots than you did. So all of those things led to like, People would say, we shot over 40% as a team many years. I had two guys make 
One guy was 49% and 151%. They both made over 100 in the same year. But to me, if we didn't shoot 40%, we were taking the wrong shots. We were getting such wide open step into the easiest three-point shot that there was, and it's what we practice. For Illinois State head coach Ryan Peden, it's a similar philosophy. Practice the exact same kinds of shots you're getting within your offense and practice them the same speed at which you're shooting them in games. For shooting, the philosophy is I want our players to shoot as many shots that that they possibly can at game speed and putting them in situations that they'll be in in our system. Like, I hate when guys are, um, you know, doing this. I hate when they're working on shots that they're not going to shoot in games. Like, I think there's an element that we have to grow our games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to a point. Okay, so shots that you're going to shoot in a game, and, and, and then can we do that at game speed? That, I mean, that's important. That's just, it's pretty simple, right? But I, I, I think that's vitally uh, important to me. Using that same idea of replicating game-like shots within your offense, Coach Mike Netty, assistant coach for Ohio State, shares their Buckeye 65 drill. Yeah, my my favorite shooting drill, um, honestly, is is shooting on the move. I I, I think if um, and for us we have a, a, a Buckeye sixty five we call it, um, but I think what you need to do is figure out within your system or some concepts that really come up often. Um, it could be, you know, it could be baseline drift. It could be transition. It could be a, you know, a, a pop to the corner. Um, and we have we have sixty five shots that we we take and and then there's a score at the end obviously and and you're trying to get a certain percentage or there's a tangible score and we chart it all i think um there's an element of not just knowing uh what your what happened that day but what happened the entire off season and then you can go back to your numbers and see the development um but our buckeye 65 consists of a post feed for five it consists a post feed relocate threes so it's all um, you know, game shot threes. So we're going to go post feed inside out threes. We're going to go um, playoff penetration high for five, playoff penetration low for five. Then we're going to put the the player on the wing, playoff penetration high for five, you know, obviously slide low for five more. And then you're going to go transition for five. So that gives you 30 threes on, on your outer third. And then we flip it, go to left side. You take the same, you know, 30 shots. And then we finish with five more and transition at the top of the key. So it becomes a, you know, a, a 65 shots. So that, that to me, cause I think it's got some game pressure. I think it, it, you know, it's, you can, you can do stationary shooting all day. And I think you can get, you know, you can get scores that are a little bit, uh, a little bit off, you know, skewed because the guy gets in rhythm um, the game shots, I think, really test your fatigue. It tests your balance. Um, obviously, your confidence through, you know, maybe some of that. And so um, that, that's a good one for us. Um, I think if you do like a stationary one, we go one ball, one shooter, one spot. Okay. And you just, it's simple five minutes. And how many threes can he make in five minutes? And you know, if you can get to the high 60s, low 70s, you're, you're really shooting it well. Kansas State Wildcats assistant coach Rodney Perry shares another competitive shooting drill that combines a timed element as well as a little conditioning, a drill he got from his mentor, Arkansas's Nolan Richardson. My favorite team shooting drill is, is one that I actually brought. Uh, we call it Arkansas shooting. 
Uh, and it's a four minute shooting drill that actually is challenging. And I love guys to, to be challenged in practice. So uh, we'll have two lines, elbow extended. Uh, we have two basketballs on on uh, each side. So it's four basketballs total. Uh, the first guy in one line does not have a basketball. And they, they're going to just go to the what we call the nail hole, the free throw line. And they're going to shoot, get your own rebound, pass the ball to the line you're going to because you're going to the opposite line. And the shot goes up, the clock starts. So you have four minutes total to complete this drill. And what the drill is, is you have to make 30 mid-range shots mm. you know, uh, right there at that nail hole. And then once we make 30, we have to sprint to the other end of the floor, uh, get set up the same exact way, and then we have to make five in a row from the nail hole. You know, So five consecutive in a row. Once we make five in a row, then we sprint back down to where we was started on the, on the, uh, on the first end that we started at. And now we got to make 23s and we have to do this in, in four minutes. So, you know, we end up going 35, 20, you know, so when we do it in four minutes and then if we, if we make it, guys always celebrate. And if, if you miss it, then we got consequence. We do those push-ups, and, you know, depending on what day it is, we may do it again. If they was close and they feel like, ah, coach, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You know? And so, or it may be like, uh, we're dragging today. Let's move on. <laughs> you know, type of thing. But uh, that that's that's actually my favorite shooting drill, you know, for our team. A quick timeout is presented by Huddle, the market leader in video-based analysis solutions for basketball teams around the world. Huddle continues to make advancements to their suites of performance analysis solutions. Tools you know like sports code are enhanced by their industry-leading tech like Huddle Focus, an AI-powered smart camera that's built to integrate into sports code right out of the box. It captures and uploads videos automatically from any gym. Head over to huddle.com slash a quick timeout to get a peek at all they're bringing to the hardwood for every level of the game this season. For Mark Cassio, assistant coach at App State, he likes to frequently use shooting drills that also have a secondary emphasis to practice other fundamental skills. I love like team threes is one where we got four lines, four balls, everybody's in line. We shoot, we get our rebound. But what we've added is just some other success criteria things. Like you have to get the rebound with two hands. Hmm. You have to take a couple of dribbles to kind of clear space, like a little outlet dribble. And you got to stop and pivot and pass. Hmm. I think just things like that where you're getting, we used to call them kind of secondary emphasis or secondary objectives. I think early in practice, it's just, it requires, you're getting loose, you're getting shots, but it requires a certain amount of attention to detail and fundamentals where can we get that to carry over to the rest of practice or at least to the next couple of drills? So, um, yeah, but those are man team shooting drills and small sided games. That's the, you're right. That's the, that's the sweet spot. That's the ticket. So for that, is it just four lines, just the, any four perimeter spots and you shoot? We'd go, yeah. We'd go corners and guard spots and you get your and own rebound. Four, yeah. Get your own rebound. That's the least favorite part of it, uh, of no. the drill for me, because that's not doesn't fit. You could start with four players underneath the basket and just get a sure. rebound, you know. Uh, but you always just pass to a new line. That's the goal, and then that, you just fill the line. That way, you're shooting from all different spots. We would go for, I think, four minutes, and we would keep track of how many makes we had in four minutes. So let's say mm-hmm. we had, you know, 87 one day. I would put that on the practice plan and just, hey, we're always hunting 87. 
one thing we do too at app, like we always have somebody at the scores table working the clock. And if we have that goal on there or the, the team record, when we go team threes, like 87 goes up on the, the scoreboard. So they, they know it and we're trying to get it. When we get it, you know, they, they get juiced, they get fired up. So, uh, and then what I did at Catholic is we would have a, so then we'd have a, a season record, like 87 is our season record, but the program record is 103. And then when we broke that, we would take the little thing out, slide in this year's team, you know, be on. that was pretty cool. And then finally for the national champion, LSU Tigers, coach Gary Reedus loves to incorporate conditioning into his small group and individual workouts using scoring and timing to keep girls motivated to keep improving with their shooting. It's harder from the wing. It's easier from the baseline. You shoot it. Uh, you got to start on a mate. And a lot of times, the ones who think they can shoot, I'm like, all right, you got five, you can't miss two in a row. Mm. Uh, and they don't understand how how locked in they have to be on that after they miss that first one. Uh, but shoot it, go baseline, and you can do it in in groups. If if you're in a big group, you can do you have to make twenty, you know, what whatever it may be, and you can't miss two in a row, whatever mm. it is. And it works on conditioning. It works on shooting. A lot of times we do it at the end of workouts. So uh, they start on the wing? They start in the corner. It's only it's, corners. It's corner to corner. Oh, you so just go back and forth. Go back and forth. You shoot it. Wow. You have to start on a make. Uh, you run the baseline, uh, like under the basket. Mm -hmm. Run the baseline. Uh, catch. Shoot it. Make or miss. Go, to the next, go back to the next corner. So there's a rebounder and then a coach of the top passing i'm you yeah it can be a lot of times if they can shoot i don't do they this with, I, I hate doing this drill with people who can't shoot <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever and rebounds yeah. are flying around everywhere if you can shoot good enough i should be able to like get it and get it to you sure and then do you what's like a max like what what's the most with the normal shooter i usually go five Five okay. is usually like the number you'll have to start over a couple times, you know, whatever. But the max I've gotten to, I want to say is like, cause I try not to raise up in increments of five. Mm. I try to raise up one. That's a, a big jump. That's a huge jump. <laughs> That's a big so jump. It's usually like you go from five. If you do five too easy, I'll say, all right, seven. Let's, do, let's do eight. Yeah. Seven, seven eight. Yeah. eight. So know? they shoot on the baseline. They make it starts on a make. You run yep. to the other side. If I yep. miss, I keep. I go to the other side again. Yep. And then I shoot, and I have to make that in order to keep you the have drill to make going. That or you start over. Mm. Yeah, From good. the wing, you shoot it, and you just run around. You know the three point line or whatever. Uh, sure. It's harder from the wing. Yeah. It, it, the wings are harder shots. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's harder from the wing. They they thought that they got good at it, and I told them that the next step was the wing, and they didn't like the wing. They, they didn't like the wing at all. They wanted to go back to the corners. That's good. So even That's if good. you can get up, Jazz got up to like 15 from the corners. But when we went to the wings, we, we maxed out at like seven. So there you have it. A few ideas to add to your drill book this offseason. If you're still looking for more, head on over to my YouTube page. I have that link down in the description. There are individual, small group, and team shooting drills there. Plus, I'm adding throughout the offseason, so make sure that you subscribe to that page to keep up with the new drills. That'll do it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week on a Quick Timeout Podcast. <laughs>